This is the Mojo, the Meaning of Life and Business podcast, where life and business intersect. Hosted by Jennifer Glass, CEO of Business Growth Strategies International and BGSI Coaching. We are dedicated to your success. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mojo, the Meaning of Life and Business. On today's program, I've got a really interesting and thought-provoking guest who is going to have a really interesting conversation. So my guest today is Anthony Pacheco. And Anthony, can I ask you to introduce yourself, tell us more about who you are and what you do? Sure, absolutely. So while I was in college, I was managing a private country club in North Dallas. So I got to rub elbows with the who's who of the North Dallas area. And it kind of projected me in the business sector in a way that I wasn't really ready for um, as a young person. And I started a consulting agency uh, after working for a couple of large corporations, realizing that uh, I understood business owners had their own mindset and their own way of doing things. But when you work in the corporate environment, it is very different. And so when I say I wasn't ready for it, I wasn't ready mature wise because I thought I could be them even though I needed to earn myself there. So um, as I got into owning my consulting agency, I was using it in the restaurant industry. And my wife actually stabbed herself in the arm with an X-Acto knife while she was making our kids Halloween costumes in 2009. I'm talking about a one and a half inch incision in her forearm. She's a little bit anemic, so she has a real hard time uh, stop bleeding. And so we went to the emergency room and um, she's bleeding all over the place. And the lady looks at me and she said, what's your insurance? And I said, hey, my wife's bleeding all over your floor. Can we at least get the, a bandage or something to help you know, contain the blood uh, before you get my insurance information? She says, sure. Well, I never came back and got my insurance information. And when I went to go check out, um, they handed me a bill for $2,200. And uh, the funny thing was, is there was no automation. It just said $2,200 due now. So I said, well, I don't pay anything without knowing what I pay for. So they handed me an itemized statement. There's $800 for an ibuprofen, $400 for the individual stitch. Uh, and I said, this is ridiculous. Um, I said, you know, and she looked at me and she goes, I'll give you half off if you can pay right now. And I was like, wait a second, you know, dealing with all of these food and beverage providers, I knew if I talked to managers and up the chain, the bigger discounts I would get from my clients. So I said, hey, let me speak to your manager. So the manager comes out and start speaking to me. I said, I don't care what the ibuprofen is. It's not worth $800. It's not worth $400. Um, you know, you got to do better than this. So I got the bill down to 10%. I ended up paying $220 for a $22 emergency room bill. And as we're walking out, um, I look around the emergency room and I see all these people lying there. And I said, this is my new business model. I said, this is going to be way too easy. And so um, I started negotiating between hospitals and uh, employees for their hospital bills. And I got um, involved with Aflac, which is the largest commercial insurance carrier uh, for the number of companies that they represent in the United States. And so as I was with working with them and talking to employers about, hey, you can offer benefits at no cost to your uh, company for your employees, um, and they get to get cash now for their benefits that they're doing. Um, I was working with them to say, hey, I looked at your health policy and I noticed you have this large out-of-pocket expense and employees are paying a lot per month. What if I could get you directly in line with this hospital system over here that I've worked with and we can get you a bigger discount than your insurance is getting? So that kind of helped me to start building health plans and start negotiating between 
providers and insurance carriers and kind of being that person in between helping navigate the healthcare system. And so over the years, it's really morphed. I've built a retail book of business of which I, you know, no longer am, you know, running anymore. I did the GA role, which was kind of that wholesale side. I started working with brokers to help them uh, work for their clients. And then today, I'm using a number of uh, different ways as a consultant, helping either build health plans, talk to hospital CFOs and CEOs to negotiate a direct contract between the employer group and the employees and the, and the providers and or building a health plan for them and allowing them to understand if you don't control your cost in a health plan, the premiums are gonna to continue to go up. And if you continue to use the easy button, which is I take my information, I give it out to the three largest insurance carriers. They come back and tell me what my rates are gonna be. And then I hand my unlimited credit card to my employees. I can't control cost. And so we can do that in a multitude of different ways, but you know, we can get drugs from out of the country. We can get direct contracts with hospitals. We can build them their own individual networks. It's very fun and entertaining, um, but at the same time, we're talking about people's livelihoods. And I had an aha moment at one point where I was doing a presentation for about a 250 employee life case. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty small company, um, but it's a, a decent size where they were spending a lot of money. And I said, you know, what do, what do your employees feel about, you know, what's going on here? And they're like, they're happy. And I said, well, can we bring one of them in? So we brought one of the employees in and he sat down and I said, hey, what are you paying right now? And he said, oh, I'm paying, you know, $1,500 a month for my, me and my family to be on this health plan. So what's your out-of-pocket expense? To $5,000 and my son's on a high cost drug. So we, we reach our out-of-pocket expense every single year, um, which was $6,350 at the time. So what if we could get that drug to you for free? He goes, that would make a world of difference. I said, well, you're a pretty high compensated employee here. He goes, yeah, I make six figures. I'm, a, I'm one of our top salespeople. I said, but you're telling me that $6,000 would be a huge impact to you. He said, well, yeah, be a huge impact for anybody. And I said, well, what if we could drop your premiums from $1,500 down to say $800? He goes, well, you're talking about life-changing. That's about 10 to 15% of my net income that is going towards, uh, that would be not be going towards insurance premiums anymore. He said, that would be huge. And so we talked about, we turned back around to the business owner. He goes, well, where, where do we sign up? And, uh, you know, it's just taking it down to that basic level. A lot of times when we talk about the cost of health insurance, we're talking to employer groups that are talking about dollars and cents, and we're losing the employee. And I felt it firsthand with me and my wife, right? If, if I were an employee at any company, I would have had to pay that $2,200 if I didn't know that I can negotiate it. And I really did. And the lady kind of offered it to me, but it made me go, wait a second, this is negotiable. Healthcare is negotiable. And the more localized you become, the more negotiable it is. So you can go talk to your local hospital and set up a direct contract with them and say, listen, if we send all of our employees directly to you first, what could we do here? Well, we can waive all the out-of-pocket expense for them. We can waive their deductible. We can, you know, give you a 200% discount. <laughs> you know I mean? There's all kinds of different things that they'll do for you. Local pharmacies can do the same things because they need, to, they need to generate revenue. And so if we're continuing to generate revenue for them by sending people to them first, you know, that's in their best interest to get all of the comp, you know, competition <laughs> pushed out of the way. But at the same time, they have to have high quality. And I think that's the other side of the factor. And it's hard to determine high quality. We use a lot of different tools to do so. But that's kind of in a nutshell, my intro of who I am and what I do.
Thank you. So let me ask you, and it's really interesting. I mean, first of all, mind-blowing, $220 for a $2,200 bill. Absolutely mind-blowing. But let me ask you, I mean, there's a lot of small businesses out there that if they look at this kind of program and they see, well, right now I've got five people on my team and I'm giving them health insurance as a recruitment tool or as a loyalty tool to keep people with me, especially in the wake of COVID. You know, we know that it's really important for people to have all tools available to them. So can this work for a company like that, or do you have to be a massive company in order to get a program like this to even happen? Well, it's funny that you say that. Most brokers and people that um, handle benefits typically won't deal with anybody under 50 employees. There are the small business brokers that will handle those 50 and, and lower market. Um, my son was playing baseball and uh, one of the kids on his team's dad was talking about his insurance premium going up again. So how many employees you got? He said, it's me and two other employees. He says, you got three employees? He said, yeah. I said, well, I'm sure they are going to go up because that's the one market where there's no opportunity. There's no options for you. You have to go through the large carriers. And so I said, well, give me your stuff. I'll take a look at it. So I looked at it and they were paying like $6,500 uh, for their deductible. And for their whole company, they're paying about uh $5,200 a month for one family and two employees that were under the age of 35. And I said, all right, let me take a look and I'll see what I can do. So I took it out to, to a couple of people that I knew and we came back with a $1,500 deductible plan and they pay $1,500 a month for the family and the two employees to be fully covered. So the employer was able to pick up 100% of the premium and we're saving almost $3,500 a month in premium Plus, we get them a check for $1,500 on average right now, $1,500 to $1,200 every year back in claims that they didn't spend. So it's absolutely possible for the small group market to go after and do this. It's hard to find somebody that's willing to do it because it's a lot of work on the front end. Um, and so you have to understand what that employer is. You know, Are you willing to work with us and make sure that we get what we need when we need it? And a lot of times what we see in the small business market is, they're so busy working on their business uh, or in their business, they don't have time to work on their business. And so it's it's hard to find those small businesses that can say, yes, I'll give you two hours of my time to really understand who we are as a culture so you can build a plan for us. And moving forward, it'll be the best health plan ever. I mean, I talk to that company like one, two times a year, I check in. I mean, I talk to them as friends, right? But to talk about healthcare, we're monitoring it on the back end. And there's not a whole lot of conversations that come up because they're small. They don't use a lot of healthcare. So once it's set up, I mean, it's kind of one of those set and let it go type things. And I mean, we take them back out to bid every year just to kind of show them, hey, this year you would have had a 20% rate increase if you would have taken it back out to market and you're still paying the same rates that you were paying in 2011. Um, and so that's, that's massive. You're talking 10 years ago rates. That is incredible. So let me just ask you really quick, when it comes down to these carriers, is it that you're basically becoming a self-insurer or are you still working with Blue Cross, Aetna, Cigna, whatever in terms of what's out there? The smaller group will typically find a Cigna or an Aetna to be able to plug them into. And there's, there's like 
a thousand different strategies on the way that you can build and design these things. And so it really has to do with the employer. You know, if they're willing to not have a network at all, they can get really low in their premiums. The group that I built, they have Cigna. So they're on, you know, what's considered an, uh, an independent TPA, but using the Cigna uh, backend network only. Um, and so because of that, they are able to go see Cigna network providers. Um, they're not using, if I were at Cigna, I would be using Cigna's TPA, Cigna's stop loss, Cigna's PBM, which is ESI that they own, um, and Cigna's network. So they would be taking the whole cookie. If we can take one or two of those pieces out, let's say the pharmacy piece and the TPA piece, we can reduce the cost drastically because now we're only accessing their network and maybe we're using somebody else for the stop loss. So we're basically debundling the plan and that's cheaper than a bundled plan most of the time. So for so, a business that is right up your alley, you would typically come in, you'd work with them, figure out exactly what makes the most sense. As long as you understand the culture, you get the idea. You can basically radically save or radically change their overall economic perspective on a year just in a one, two, three kind of manner. Am I right? Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit more detailed than that, but yes, um, it can be that it's simple. Luckily that guy that I was talking about, he was a friend, right? So he already trusted me when I'm coming into somebody new, it takes a few meetings to get to know if you like each other. Not only is it that they want to do business with me, but I want to do business with them. Um, if it's somebody that is going to call me every three days asking me, you know, 15 different questions and it's five employees on their, on their plan, I don't make enough compensation off of what we're building for them in order to justify that time. And so, you know, I want to be there to educate and help. And I built training programs and videos and things like that, that they can plug into, but I'm going to go through the details in the very beginning. We're going to go through everything. It'll be recorded where they can refer back to it. And a lot of times that's what it'll be. Hey, I got a question about this. Hey, go back and check out our video on minute seven. It's going to talk exactly about what you're talking about right here. Um, and, or, you know, Hey, this is worth, you know, a conversation. Let's have a call. Um, I'm not opposed to having phone calls with people. I just, um, when we get into the de details of this, it takes multiple conversations on the larger the company becomes to make sure everybody's comfortable moving forward. So first step is right. always analysis, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So are you able to help people in all 50 states? Yes. Perfect. And Anthony, let me ask you, how can people get more information about you if they want to learn more, see if they can qualify to get these savings and all of that. Sure. So uh, you can check me out on my website and it's P like my last name, Pacheco or Proverbs. So P1311.com, P1311.com. Uh, you can click on the healthcare or the contact us and fill out a form. You can also go to my LinkedIn profile, uh, which is Anthony Pacheco backslash P1311, I believe. Um, but if you just type in Anthony Pacheco in LinkedIn, you should be able to find me as well. Um, or if you can uh, have access to my email uh, as well, I'll give that out. Uh, it's called info, I-N-F-O at P1311.com. So that's another way that you can reach out to our team and they can funnel you out to us. Great. 
Thank you so much, Anthony. And for those of you that are listening, definitely think about what it is that you're doing with your insurance. Healthcare is one of those questions that we always leave it up in the air because we hate dealing with it. I mean, when it comes time for insurance renewals, I know that so many of us are typically becoming the ostrich in the sand that we just want to just say, I don't want to bother with it. I know it's a pain in my rear because it's something that I have to be dealing with, but it's one of those things that really, if you can find a way to do better in terms of what you're doing and you're not really sacrificing on the level of care that you're providing for your team and giving a real inducement for people to want to work with you, for people to stay with you, it can be an absolute game changer in terms of where you are. So definitely think about what it is that you're doing as it relates to all of your coverages. And until next time, here's to your success. Thank you so much, Anthony. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. This has been another episode of Mojo, the Meaning of Life and Business podcast. If you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a review, liking us, or reaching out to us. You can contact us at bgsicoaching.com and let us know what you think. Thanks so much again for listening.